Hello, all my friends, and welcome to the Informed Catholic Podcast. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 37. We are now in the heart of Holy Week, and we all can't be at our churches. We can't be take part in celebrating the Holy Mass, the sacrifice of the Mass. But we can still worship and pray and participate in the Passion of our Lord in our own homes. If this is what God wants for us, then this is what we must do. And it is sad and tragic, but this is the reality that we have to uh, accept. So, um, without further ado, let's begin um, our prayers and go into the readings. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I confess to Almighty God and to Blessed Mary ever Virgin, to Blessed Michael the Archangel, to Blessed John the Baptist, to the Holy Apostles Peter and Paul, and to all the saints, that I have sinned exceedingly in thought, word, and deed, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I invoke the Blessed Mary ever Virgin, Blessed Michael the Archangel, Blessed John the Baptist, the holy apostles Peter and Paul, and to all the saints, to pray to the Lord our God for me. May Almighty God have mercy upon us, forgive us all our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Kiri elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision. May the Almighty and merciful Lord grant us pardon, absolution, and remission of all our sins. Amen. I like to say this little um, <clears throat> prayer. Uh, it's commemorating the, uh, I think, the night of Holy Thursday. It's in the prayer book called Blessed Trinity. Upon that hallowed night, Christ with his brethren ate, obedient to the olden law. The Pesha before him sat, the true incarnate God, alike on each alike on all his sacred hands bestowed he gave his flesh he gave his precious blood and said receive and drink you all of this for your salvation shed thus did the lord appoint the sacrifice sublime and made his priests its ministers through all the bonds of time farewell to types henceforth we feed on angels' food. The guilty slave, O oh wonder, eats the body of his God. O oh blessed triune de de deity, visit our hearts, we pray, and lead us on through your own path to your eternal day. Amen. This one is called Tendum Ergo. Down in adoration falling, lo, the sacred host we hail, lo, over ancient forms departing, newer rites of grace prevail, faith for all defects supplying, where the feeble senses fail, to the everlasting Father and the Son, who reigns on high, with the Holy Spirit proceeding forth from each eternally, be salvation, honor, blessing, mighty and endless majesty. Amen. You have given them bread from heaven, 
containing all manners of sweetness. Let us pray. O God, who has left us in this wonderful sacrament a perpetual memorial of your passion, grant us, we, we ask you, so to reverence the sacred mysteries of your body and blood, that we may ever find in our souls the fruit of, of your redemption, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. So now we'll begin uh, the readings uh, for Holy Week Thursday. I'm going to read the entrance antiphon, which is from Galatians chapter 6, verse 14. Entrance antiphon. We should glory in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom is our salvation, life, and resurrection, through whom we are saved and delivered. Next is the collect prayer. O God, who have called us to participate in this most sacred supper in which your only begotten Son, when about to hand himself over to death, entrusted to the church a sacrifice new for all eternity, the banquet of his love. Grant, we pray, that we may draw from so great a mystery the fullness of charity and of life through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. And I'll read the introduction to uh, the readings. The cycle readings are for all three cycles. The first is going to be Exodus. So I'll read the introduction. By washing his disciples' feet, Jesus models the gift of service that he wants all of us to emulate. Greater yet is the gift of the Eucharist, his body and blood, in which I receive in Holy Communion. It signifies and realizes my unity with him and all believers. It is the perpetual celebration in which I proclaim that Christ has died, has risen, and will come again. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, In the land of Egypt, this month, shall stand at the head of your calendar. You shall reckon it the first of the month of the year. Tell the whole community of Israel, on the tenth of this month, every one of your families must procure for itself a lamb, one apiece for each household. If a family is too small for a whole lamb, it shall join the nearest household in procuring one and shall share in the lamb in proportion to the number of persons who partake of it. The lamb must be a year old, male, and without blemish. You may take it from either the sheep or the goat. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of this month, and then with the whole assembly of Israel present, it shall be slaughtered during the evening twilight. They shall take some of its blood and apply it to, to the two doorposts and the lintel of every house in which they partake of the lamb. That same night they shall eat its roasted flesh with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. This is how you are to eat it, 
with your loins girt, sandals on your feet, and your staff in hand. You shall eat it like those who are in flight. It is the Passover of the Lord. For on this same night I will go through Egypt, striking down every firstborn of the land, both man and beast, and exceeding judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I, the Lord, but the blood will mark the houses where you are. Seeing the blood, I will pass over you. Thus, when I strike the land of Egypt, no destructive blow will come upon you. This day shall be a memorial feast for you, which all your generations shall celebrate with pilgrimage to the Lord as a perpetual institution. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Next is the responsorial psalm. Psalm 116. The response is, our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. Let us begin. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. How shall I make a return to the Lord for all the good he has done for me? The cup of salvation I will take up, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. Precious in the eyes of the Lord is the death of his faithful ones. I am your servant, the son of your handmaid. You have loosened my bonds. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. To you will I offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving, and I will call upon the name of the Lord. My vows to the Lord I will pay in the presence of all his people. Our blessing cup is a communion with the blood of Christ. The next uh, is the readings from uh, the letter of St. Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23 to 26. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I have received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus, on the night he was handed over, took bread, and after he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, also the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do, do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now are the reading the gospel. The verse before the gospel is from John chapter 13, verse 34. I give you a new commandment, says the Lord. Love one another as I have loved you. And the gospel reading is from John chapter 13, verse 1 to 15. Jesus loved them to the end. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Before the feast of Passover, Jesus knew that his hour had come to pass from this world to the Father. He loved his own in the world, and he loved them to the end. 
The devil had already in induced Judas, son of Simon the Iscariot, to hand him over. So during supper, fully aware that the father had put everything into his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God, he rose from supper, took off his outer garments. He took a towel, tied it around his waist. Then he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and dry them with the towel around his waist. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Master, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus answered and said to them, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will understand later. Peter said to him, You will never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, Unless I wash you, you will have no inheritance with me. Simon Peter said to him, Master, then not only my feet, but my hands and head as well. Jesus said to him, Whoever has bathed has no need except to have his feet washed, for he is clean all over. So you are clean, but not all, for he knew who would betray him. For this reason he said, Not all of you are clean. So when he had washed their feet and put his garments back on and reclined at table again, he said to them, Do you realize what I have done for you? You call me teacher and master, and rightly so, for indeed I am. If I, therefore, the master and teacher, have, have washed your feet, you ought to wash one another's feet. I have given you a model to follow, so that as I have done for you, you should do also. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's get closer to our Lord um, through the Gospel readings. Let us immerse ourselves and really see ourselves in the upper room. All of us. Jesus said that he'd gone to prepare a place. Uh, a couple of days ago, uh, I saw this uh, evangelical program. It's an interesting title, Before the Wrath. And they really, they don't have our traditions. They don't have, um, they skim over it. They, they tend to only like sort of glide down slightly like a like the way a, an eagle or a seagull grabs hold of a fish or something or a falcon and then pull up out but they never dive they never fully completely dive deep really deep and you know to to really have our traditions of interpreting of interpreting the scriptures they get close one of the things that they they've uh, sort of touched upon is the culture of Galilee, of uh, Jesus' culture in Galilee, of how weddings were done, which I thought was very interesting. It was an interesting uh, study, you know, to, I mean, who doesn't want to get close to the culture of Christ of the time? And as much as we could try, we'll never fully, because we're not of that time. And much that has been is gone but you we could still through manuscripts and 
archaeology and they got anthropologists and they learned that one of the interesting things is that the the parables of the wedding feast is something that is relatable and understandable of the people of his uh of his time the um the bridegroom prepares a house for his bride and when he says that that day no one will know uh no man knows not even the son of man is because he gets permission from his father to tell him that that now is the time for you to go get your bride and it's usually a surprise when the father decides now is the time for his son to take his wife and join union with his wife so the friends of the of the bridegroom will take a horn like the shofar horn and they would blow it in the middle of the night so that all would know that the wedding feast has begun and then he he him and his friends his his buddies along with the uh, the best man the best man uh announcing that the wedding feast has begun would go over to the bride's house and the bride will hear the horns and and the the noise and would then put on her wedding dress and all her her uh, maids her bridesmaids uh would put on their dresses and they would have the lamps ready and they would go out to meet the bridegroom who will come with a um, a basket a litter basket or like you know for her to carry the bride in so he and that was the word that's used there to sweep her off her feet is often translated as rapture, if you're familiar with that term. And then carry her off to his father's, to his house, to, you know, he would build a new house next to his father's house, a new chamber, a new, a new dwelling place, which is like a tabernacle. And then they would be carried off and they would go to his house, to his father, and the food will be ready. The wines will be, you know, the wine, the drink and everything. And a place uh, like a throne for the bride and the bridegroom to sit upon that all may come and, and take part of the joy. And that's usually how the, you know, those, those are the cultural things that Jesus used to interpret the, um, the wedding feast. He used familiar things that his audience understood. And of course, you know, the drinking, when the part came to the Last Supper, where Jesus would give, gave us the wine, which is his blood, and then, you know, his body and blood, and he would say, I shall not drink again until you know uh you know we are in the new in the new kingdom or the in my father's house so during the engagement which is a year earlier he would give her a, uh, a drink they would take part to seal the pact once the bride decides that she's willing to 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 marry this bridegroom he would have a dowry the man pays the dowry in that culture not the woman the man pays a dowry as an insurance as an insurance to the bride to be the wife to be that he is going to be uh that they're going to be married unless something happens within that year 
she has insurance to you know to cover to cover the the time that you know they wait you know he may he may have wasted her time or something so he would give her an insurance an inheritance which is hers and it's hers if let's say he accidentally dies or let's say later on in case they possibly their the marriage didn't work out and there would be a divorce so that's how it was done and of course her inheritance is the purse the money purse but also the house that she is going to get because he's supposed to pre to prepare a place for her and that would be with possibly within a year and once he's finished building it then he has to wait for the father to give him his approval or tell him to go get his his bride and that's that's how it is so we we were joined to our lord through holy communion that night that was the beginning of the marriage and now we have to wait when the time comes when he's come back to get us so we can be with him forever so the we could we could be with him for eternity that's basically how we have to uh we could understand it it's one way of an interpretation it's not you know it's it, there's a lot we could learn there's a lot to learn from scripture and from from studying and 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 through these things we are meditating and getting close to him and that's how it's supposed to be done so let's end it here and and we'll continue let's let's end it with a prayer i like to say these two um prayers um one is active devotion devout affection to the to jesus in the blessed sacrament we can we can say this as an act of spiritual uh communion in the name of the father son and holy spirit behold my dear and loving jesus where unto your great excess of charity has arrived you of your sacred flesh and most precious blood has prepared for me a divine banquet Whereon to give me, to give me all yourself. Oh, what, what has moved you to this transport of love? Most certainly your loving heart alone. Oh, ever adorable heart of my Jesus, burning furnace of divine love. Receive into your sacred wound my poor soul, that in your school of charity it may ever learn how to love this God who has given me so such wonderful proofs of his divine love. Amen. Act of devotion, devout affection to Jesus in the most sac blessed sacrament. I'll actually say it one more time. Behold, my dear and loving Jesus, whereunto your great excess of charity has arrived, you of your sacred flesh and most precious blood has prepared for me a divine banquet, whereon to give me all yourself. Oh, what has moved you to this transport of love? Most certainly your loving heart alone, O oh, ever adorable heart of my Jesus, burning furnace of divine love, received in, receive into your sacred wounds my poor soul, that in your school of charity it may ever learn how to love this God who has given me such wonderful proofs of his divine love. Amen. The next one is words of descending from Virabum Supurnum. The word descending from above, though with the Father still on high, 
went forth upon his work of love, as soon to life's last eve draw nigh, he shortly to a death accursed by a, a disciple shall be given, but to his twelve disciples first he gave himself the bread of heaven. Himself in either kind he gave, he gave his flesh, he gave his blood, of flesh and blood all men are made, and he of whom would be the food, at birth our brother he became. At board himself as food he gives, to ransom us he died in shame. At our reward his bless he lives, O saving victim, victim, opening wide the gates of heaven to man below. Our, fo our foes press on from every side, thine aid supply, thy strength bestow. To thy great name be endless praise, immortal Godhead one in three. O grant us endless length of days in our true native land with thee. Amen. So let's begin the Apostles' Creed. Actually, let me say first the Magnificat. Since now we're in evening prayer, let's say the Magnificat. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. My soul magnifies the Lord. My spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, because he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaid. For behold, from now on all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is from generation unto generation to them that fear him. He has showed might with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the, in the conceit of their heart. He has put down the mighty from their seat, and has exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has received Israel his servant, being mindful of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his seed forever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he arose again from the dead, and he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, Pray for us sinners, now the hour of our death. Amen.
In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God bless, and we'll hear again. We'll be together soon. Amen.